Hello and welcome back to The Brew Interviews, the only beer show that believes Lizzie Borden was definitely set up. I am Robbie and joining me as always via the internet is my best friend Lauren. It is episode 83 and we got a killer guest tonight because this week we lit some candles, drew a pentagram, and held a seance to summon our spooky guest to this online chat room. So join Lauren and I as we speak to the golden ghoul herself, Alyssa Cast, this week on The Brew Interviews. We were traveling through another dimension. Dimension of not only sight and sound, but of beer. A journey into a wondrous podcast whose boundaries are that of imagination and dirty thoughts. There's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, The Brew Interviews. Lauren, it is another great week. Because we had an interview last week, and now we have an interview this week. And that's the first time we've ever done two interviews in a row. And it's a lot. But that's okay. Today's guest is... The golden ghoul herself, Alyssa. Everybody clap for Alyssa. Woo! Oh, I am clapping. I'm clapping and wooing. Jesus. I'm over here like, do I clap for myself? Yes, you should absolutely clap for yourself. You know what? Actually, so just a, a fun fact. My favorite teacher in high school was like, if you can vote for yourself, always vote for yourself. And so I was like, oh, okay. And so I've kind of carried that through my life. Yeah. Do you vote for yourself for president? Um, it was to be the editor-in-chief of the literary magazine. Oh. So yeah. I did vote for myself. I mean, the, everyone else did too. So, so it's a one-way talk. Oh. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, you should vote for yourself for president. Uh, you should have done it this last election. Like a write-in? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Alyssa. I feel like uh, we're going to get a lot of those this year with all the uh, voting for mail love. and shit. Well, yeah, didn't these nuts, these nuts almost won like a fucking state that one time. I know. They? I like, saw that like... on like, on like the Daily Show or something. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, either way. Uh, we... Alyssa, how you been? I'm... I'm hanging in here. Honestly, it's been rough. So anyone who knows, I am an empath to like the nth degree. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so I've honestly been having a pretty rough time. I feel everyone else's emotions. I feel the weight of the world. So I'm struggling, but you know what? I got to remain positive for the good of the other people because they, they need us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I feel that too. Robbie is uh, going to laugh at us because we're both saying we're empaths and we feel a lot. Well, you're bleeding, uh, but... <laughs> bleeding hearts. You're bleeding hearts. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but I'm with you. I haven't watched the news uh, since Trump was elected. And I've been watching the news this week because I... I Watch the news and I just cry all the time because they don't oh, show yeah. anything good. It's all sad. And I just anyway. watch these protests and it makes it just make it moves me so much. I just feel like people that don't understand are just have like so much hate in their heart. And that makes me so sad. Yeah, we are absolutely on the same page. The <laughs> night of the the night of the election, I cried so hard. I kept waking up in the middle of the night crying. Oh, no. Same. I've been, cry- I've been crying every day since. I woke up and I texted Robbie's girlfriend. And I was like, "Is this a nightmare? Like, is this real life? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what is happening?" I texted my mom. I was like, "What's happening? Like, how could this happen?" Oh, it's oh, terrible. God. It's it is it is terrible. Well, I have yep. no sympathy for anybody. I'm the opposite, I guess. No, I have no yeah. sympathy for Lauren. That's all that is. That's, yeah. That's it. He doesn't care. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. I have empathy for other people, just not Lauren. 
Because <laughs> you make Robbie shows his love by hating me. Yeah. So the more the more he like bashes me, the more I know he loves me. Did you say hitting or hating? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> love hits. Uh yes. Well, sometimes. <laughs> um, do we want to do we want to introduce our beers because we got to do that at some point. Let's let's get crazy. Do we let All right, wonderful. Go first? Yes, we should let our guests go first. All right, so this is a fun surprise. I asked my dear husband to go to the store and surprise me. Ooh. Um, so I have got the new Austin Eastsiders Spiked Seltzer in Black Cherry. It's tart AF. Yes. Yeah, 100 calories for the people who are into that sort of thing. I don't care. There you go. But um, <laughs> so, someone does. Someone, someone cares. Is watching that. Yeah, not me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I'm like, whatever. I'm about to load my mouth with so much pasta. So. <laughs> oh, hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> what was the company that did that? Austin Eastsiders. Is it local or is it kind of a... It is. Yeah, it is. They're actually on the east side of Austin, which is where I live. Nice. Um, they make a ton of great ciders. They're my fave in Austin, I would say. My favorite is their blood orange. So, okay, so good. good. Ooh. Now, it's is that really good. is it like a real black cherry taste or is it like that like fake kind of you can tell that so... it's a flavoring? When he first brought it home, it was a little bit warm, so it kind of had that syrupy flavor to it. Yep. But now that it's cool, it's more like tart cherry. That makes sense. So I, th- I think the key is make sure it's ice, ice cold. Oh, yeah. And then, mwah. <laughs> Wonderful. Robbie, what are you drinking this week? Um, I went the exact opposite of a light seltzer. <laughs> and Even I'm, better. I am drinking... Brunch Exorcism from Clown Shoes Brewing. Yes. Uh, it is like an 11%. 10.25%. percent This is a, what is it? One pint. This is one pint can. So it's the big boys. Irish whiskey barrels with coffee. Maple, bourbon. Oh. Imperial stout. It's crazy. Oh, that sounds delicious. It's like 5,000 calories opposed to 100 or whatever the seltzer was. <laughs> You gotta have something for everybody. Yes, you do. Uh, which brings me to my beer, which is very different from both of your beers. Uh, <laughs> I am drinking Nostradossel. No, 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 I can't say it. Did I say it right? I have no Nostradossel? clue. <laughs> no, no, that's how you say it, right? Oh, God. Here Nostradossel? We go. Here we go. Can't say Nor- it. Nordra- Nordrossel? Nordra- Nord. Hold it up higher. Nordrossel? I should figure Nordrasil? 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 Yeah, what Robbie said. That's <laughs> no what clue. I'm drinking. Put, put an accent on it and it's correct. Go, yeah. yeah, Robbie's good at accents. Um, so this is a collab with Calusa Brewing in Sarasota, Florida, and Green Brent Green Bench Brewing in St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, it's a barrel-aged Brett Saison with a fermented wild ale. It's delicious. So it has like a really oaky, sour taste to it uh, with like uh, a light I fruitiness. Love sour. Mm. It does it have that funky breath though? Yeah. But so it, it does, it does have Brett in it, but it, it's not as like barnyardy funky as Brett usually makes it. It's yeah. more of like the tart funk that 
you can also get with a Brett. The tart funk. It's like a new it's genre. It's a tart funk instead of a like. It's a it's a tart <laughs> funk instead of an earthy funk. A barnyard if that funk. That makes sense. It barnyard. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's this is not funk. barnyardy. Good. This is not a barnyard oh. funk. This is a tart, delicious, crisp funk. I think you gave me one of those. Correct. I did give. I broke into your house and put it in the refrigerator <laughs> this afternoon. <laughs> That is a friend, right? Yeah. There. <laughs> yes. She that, stole a bunch that of other, shit too, other but... I didn't steal anything. I took my cooler back, and Steph gave me a hat. So <laughs> that was my idea. I got you the hat. Oh, thank you, Robbie. I appreciate it. We I'm found giving it Steph under the, the credit for it, though. <laughs> I'll take an under the bed hat. That's fine. That's the best hat there is. Exactly. Oh, the Gremlins probably took it and hid it under there because it was their favorite hat. So now it's my hat. <laughs> Oh, dear Lord. Oh, boy. Should we talk about our guest? We probably should. All right. Oh, oh I th- you you're, you're the one that it? led that part. <laughs> okay. I don't I know. Like, you always have the intros. Right <laughs> the silence. I was like, okay, so this is me. <laughs> Why don't you tell us about yourself? All right. No, so uh, I have been listening to the Golden Ghouls since probably episode 10. Uh, I think you guys started following me on Instagram, and then I started following you from our podcast Instagram, and then it just blossomed from there. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But I love Paranormal, and Robbie loves Paranormal, and I love your podcast because it's like three friends. They're all, it's like me and Robbie. We're all talking about fun things. Um, Drinking. (laughs) Drinking, yes. I don't, do you guys drink on your podcast? Are you like drinking while you're recording? Um, on occasion, the other two will drink. I've had a sip every now and then. This is a fun fact about me, though. I don't metabolize alcohol very well, so I get drunk really quickly or really sick. Okay, well, well, hopefully drunk drunk tonight and not the sick. Yes. All right. All right. Um, so what? I have so many questions. I don't even know where to start. (laughs) Okay. First, what got you started into liking the paranormal we'll start there and then i'll ask more questions (laughs) yeah so i this has been like a lifelong obsession truly um my favorite shows growing up were like always the halloween episodes of things spooky things but my interest was really peaked uh the summer before i went into second grade I actually had a really close family member pass away and I started seeing him in our house. Wow. And so I got obsessed with it. I was like, what is going on here? Every day, no joke, I would come home from school, get on the computer and look at like random message boards of people (laughs) sharing their own paranormal experiences. In second grade? And yes what you you had a computer in second grade yeah and i don't know why the computer was in my bedroom as opposed to like some (laughs) other space in the house they were probably like second grader can't use a computer yeah (laughs) right but i did every day for message boards i couldn't even tell you like where they were from i don't know if i was just searching ghosts or what But I was, like, writing down similarities in my experiences, and then my dad also got really obsessed with it because my whole family had seen my uncle in my house, and my dad hadn't. 
So he bought a Ouija board and he bought voice recorders and he got really obsessed with it too. He would take me ghost hunting. My great grandma has like a a cemetery on her land from the 17 and 1800s. It's way in the back. No one knows it's back there except our family probably. Mm. And he would take me there to see if I would see anything. So it's been a, a very long time obsession. Did you go like to the cemetery at night as a kid? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I still have never been in a cemetery at night. Fuck. <laughs> no. I don't Honestly, even. I used to run through cemeteries with Robbie, and that was just enough for me. I find cemeteries to be really, really peaceful. Me too. In the middle so, of the daytime, yes. At all times, oh, I do. No. <laughs> but oh, I, no. I'm bizarre in that sense to most. I would say. I think I get spoo. I hype myself up too much. Like I would be like, "This isn't a place I should be at night," and then get scared. I would hype myself into scaredness. Yeah, that's usually how it happens yeah. anyway. Well, you're yeah. Right. I I can say I have like seen a gravestone in the distance and been like, "What? What is that?" And then I'm like, "Oh, that's not a person. That is a that's a gravestone." <laughs> or the one the one a, shaped like a women. monument. Yeah, the one shaped like yes. people. Those are creepy. Those are my favorite. They though. are the best ones. <laughs> Yeah, there was one by so our elementary detail. school. And we had a graveyard oh, right one. next to the elementary school. but And we would cut through there after school. And there was one. It was a huge, huge grave with a woman looking down. She wasn't like that. That'd be freaky as fuck. She but wasn't? Isn't no, there one no. in there like that, though? No. God, no. But she's, I think she's sitting in a chair. And we used to say that she would, like, follow you with her eyes. And it, that was like we would always pass it down to, like, the younger classes in elementary school. It's like the younger kids to freak <laughs> them out. I love nice. a ghost rumor. Oh, yeah the best kind right next to a kid's school that's like isn't yeah. there a isn't there a hall at a like a dorm in at keen state that's haunted yeah the college we went to i think it's not holloway that would make too much sense if it was haunted, no you lived there yeah, that was too there. new no it's, it's the yeah. one it's the one off the dorms off yeah. the off the quad old billy it was featured on i think on travel channel a long long time ago yeah yeah i'm gonna say. have to look into that yeah. yeah listen you should do a keen state episode on the <laughs> podcast I'll see what I can dig up. Yeah. Interview the alumni. Here we are. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've never been in the place that was haunted. I would be a terrible uh. interviewee. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so did you experience any hauntings? Nope. <laughs> like, oh. Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank you for the 30 second episode. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> oh, so who kind of uh. got into the podcasting first? Was it you or was it one of the other two that was like, hey, we got to maybe do something? So it was kind of a mutual thing. Uh, We all worked together and we would sit in the kitchen and work because our our office is very chill. Everyone kind of sits on the couch or hangs out in the kitchen and shoots the shit all day while you're working. So we'd sit together and people would overhear us telling stories and people would literally start gathering around our table at work like wait tell that story tell that story and then we got started telling spooky stories and someone at work actually suggested like you guys should do a podcast and we were like "Uh, yeah no we don't have the time for that and then (laughs) a couple months right (laughs) a couple months later i was like wait maybe we should do a podcast and they were like, yeah, no, actually, we should. So it it kind of formed over a few months of us stewing on it. Should we? And here we are. Now the name, though. 
Was that already thought of beforehand or was that something you guys had to think about? That was a whole process. We went through a whole list of names um, and a lot of it came down to actually the availability on social media to have that name. True, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, mm-hmm. we originally liked Ghouls Gone Wild. Oh, I like that. Which was already taken. We liked Ghouls Next Door, which was already taken. There were a whole lot that mm-hmm. was, someone was already using it either for a podcast or their own personal brand or whatever. And then finally, the Golden Ghouls hit me one day because I had actually been watching the Golden Girls. Oh, and I love the Golden Girls. I was like, wait, why hasn't this come to us sooner? And everyone was like, this is genius. This is the one. It is very good. It is very good. Oh, I love that so much. My ringtone on my phone for my my like very best like childhood friend uh, is the Golden Ghoul. Gold. See, all right, now every time I try and <laughs> yeah. say the Golden Girls, I say the Golden Ghouls. It's Same. terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's not terrible. I love saying it, but it's just... So our, our trivia team name is the... Girls, wait. Golden Ghouls Gone Wild. Golden Girl. Oh my God. (laughs) Golden Girls Gone Wild, but I always like say it and write it Golden Ghouls Gone Wild. I love that. Uh, (laughs) He's like, What's your team name? I'm like, Golden Ghoul. Triple G. (laughs) That's what we are. Triple (laughs) G. Triple G W. Guys, grocery games? (laughs) Oh. Oh my God. God damn it. I love Guy's Grocery Who does it? Let's just put that out there. (laughs) Guy Fieri is amazing. I know he gets a lot of shit because he looks goofy. He is goofy. But he is a really cool guy. (laughs) He does a lot for small businesses. Yeah, I think he's cool. My girlfriend's obsessed I love cooking shows. I'm I'm, I'm all about it. My mom also has a huge crush on him. Like you couldn't remember Triple G? It's so weird. Well, it's not a, listen, it's not something I watch all the time, okay? I watch it when I'm house-sitting for Steph, and it's on the TV. Because the channel stays there. (laughs) Guy. Yeah, no, I, so whenever I house-sit for Steph, I just leave the TV on whatever channel she left it on, and that's what I watch for however long she's gone. So if she leaves it on Food Network, then Guy Fieri is on. That's it. That's what I watch. Love him. Same. (laughs) He has, you know, the, you know, the candles that you see in the ethnic department in the grocery store with Jesus on them? Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I'm Mexican, so I know all about those candles. They have those with Guy Fieri's face on them. Gorgeous. Oh my God. I love that. So we know that one of your passions is ghosts. That's very evident from your podcast. This is true. Yes. But... Other listeners of yours know that one of your other passions is fashion. That's the truth. Yeah, I actually studied fashion merchandising and business administration in school, but that has been another lifelong passion. Funny story. My grandmother is a great a, a great seamstress, as she calls herself. She doesn't call herself great, but she does mm-hmm. call herself a seamstress. <laughs> but she actually, this is like the funniest backstory my uncle, the one who I saw in Ghost Forum, he used to manage strip clubs, and so my grandma <laughs> made ma- my grandma made all their costumes, all the girls' costumes. Oh, what? That's the yes. best. So she always had the coolest fabric laying around. I'm talking about sequins. I'm talking about like stretchy glitter fabric, <laughs> leopard print, the brightest neon hues imaginable. So I would take this fabric and like make things for myself at her house 
it's it's been a lifelong thing. <laughs> oh my god, I love that so much. I thought you were gonna say your grandma was a stripper. <laughs> That's where I thought it was going. I'm like, well, I mean, yeah. maybe. No, I don't think. I don't think her. so. She's actually a librarian. <laughs> That's even sexier. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Just build up the God. fantasy for him, right? Okay. Enough about that. Redheaded librarian lady. She's like an old... Oh, she's a hippie. Okay. You can just stop. Does she wear glasses? She does. All right. <laughs> she's the coolest, though. She's a total hippie. But yeah, that's where the fashion obsession started. And then studied it in school. I work for a fashion tech company now. Oh, cool. So... Yeah, because our investigators over here at the Brew Interviews did a little investigating, and apparently you were on a uh, season of uh, Maid on MTV. I was. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I there's actually a funny story behind that, too. I had originally auditioned for The Real World. Oh, no. I was no. 19. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, so I had a, auditioned for Real World. I was 19 at the time, though, and the producers said, you know, we really like you but we think you're going to have a terrible time because you're underage. And the season that I would have been on, there was a girl who was 20 and she ended up just taking people to bars and dropping them off every night and sitting oh, no. alone. Fuck so, Wait, what season was it? I think it was San Diego, like the second time they did San Diego. <laughs> it must have been like 20, 2010, 2011 maybe. Who were people that were on that one? I cannot no, remember because I, no I didn't watch it. Ah, damn. I, yeah, I wouldn't have watched it either. I would have been like, fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> I was pissed at that point. But I was also glad I wasn't on that season because there was one dude in the house who I would have absolutely fought and gone home. But the producer said yes. they really liked me, but they didn't think it would be a good space for me. So... A couple months pass, and they reached out to me, and they said, we are auditioning for another show. Will you come? And I hit it off with the casting producer. He was like, I do not care what anyone else says, and I shouldn't be saying this, but you're on. Like, you got this, so you're going to be wow. hearing from us. So yes. I was on, I think it was the only season where they featured college students. It was, oh, God, made, like dream bigger or something it had some goofy tagline yeah. to it um yeah. but yeah i i was on that episode of made and i wanted to be a wardrobe stylist Correct. so so lauren and i actually watched the episode last night oh <laughs> kill me kill, kill me um i got that free week trial of mtv now so you know making the best of that you betcha and the first thing lauren and i texted each other when we started watching it was why is her coach so horrible? Did you have that same feeling? She was awful. This is she another. Was... She was horrible to me the whole entire time. She acted like I was a total yeah. idiot when she would give me things to do, but give me no idea, no contacts, no mm -hmm. anything. And everyone who worked with MTV hated oh, man, her. Really? So much so that actually my producer on the last day quit <laughs> because this woman was so mean to me. What? He cut he cussed her out in the hotel room. It was my producer, her and me. He 
yelled at her like I've never seen anyone yell at someone just telling her like you treated this girl like shit this whole time for no reason nobody knows who you are like Mm -hmm. you need to get over yourself so he got fired and then I had to have a random a random girl who worked for MTV come in and do my final interview with me because this that coach was so horrible to me the whole time she literally like First, first off, when she came to you first thing in the store and she was wearing that weird vest thing, I literally thought that was a disguise to make her look like she didn't know what fashion was. And then I saw her wearing it multiple times. I was like, oh no, she thinks that that looks good. I was like, who put this woman in charge of teaching somebody about fashion? She thought it was a look for sure. And the the second I saw her come into the store, I knew it was her. And I went to one of my coworkers. I was like, that's got it. That's the maid coach. And they were really? like, no. <laughs> at Nordstrom's, right? Yeah, yeah. At the old Nordstrom. <laughs> the funny thing about that, too, was that they made me act like I had just been hired at Nordstrom when I moved to Austin. But I actually transferred from another store. <laughs> so... Reality TV is realistic. Oh, super realistic. I swear she every time she, like it would cut to another scene, your coach was in the back doing like doing like a line of blow or something like that. Like she just had that she, look. Oh. She was absolutely <laughs> on crack that whole fucking time. Oh yeah. My friend who's a psych nurse actually after she watched the episode, she messaged me and she was like, So what is she on and what is her dosage? Because she's n- not well. <laughs> it's like yeah, I don't know. I just think it is like hard drugs. Oh, yeah, it's got to be. Honestly. Yeah. In the fashion world, I assume it's probably like Coke or something like that. So, uh... Now, who who was in charge of like hiring this person? And why didn't they switch her out like the first day when they realized she was a piece of shit? That's what I don't understand. <laughs> and I, I don't know how they found her, first of all. I had never heard of her. Like, I know other stylists in Austin and I don't know why they didn't contact like, any of them. Someone good? <laughs> I I don't know. Also, there's so there's so many other ce- celebrity stylists, quote unquote, who would have done it. So I don't know what they were just being lazy. I don't know. Sorry, MTV. I don't really care. Yeah, fuck them. But they um, probably wanted it. They wanted it for the drama. They probably did. They probably <clears throat> met her and were like, "This is a complete psychopath." <laughs> so let's do this. We, we felt so bad I, for you. I don't know. She, she probably a, did it for half the price. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure she did it on the cheap because no one knew who she was except for a handful of people in Austin who all thought she was the devil. But <laughs> it, it was insane. She was so terrible. She complained about everything. It was always it was always something. She made us move hotels when we got to LA because it didn't meet her standards and it was a perfectly fine hotel. Oh my god. <laughs> So it was drama from the from start to finish. Somebody was probably like, do you want to be on this MTV show? And it just went to her yeah. head so hard. Yes. And the funny thing, too, was when it aired, they she someone messaged me and was like, did you see Sarah's Facebook post? And I wasn't friends with her, obviously, because we couldn't stand each yeah. other. And um, I go to her Facebook and she was like, I, I'm really upset with the way that I was portrayed on MTV. Like this could be horrible for my brand and this, that, and the other. And I just wanted to comment and be like, 
nah, this is you <laughs> to a T. Sounds like it was better than what she actually was. It honestly, it probably, it was, yeah. it was better than how she actually treated I'm me. Sure. Oh, I just felt so hard for you yeah. that whole time. I was just like, I was like, why aren't you just help? She's asking you for advice. That's literally what the show is about. You're not yeah. giving her anything. <laughs> I was very upset for you. I was a made fan in its earlier days. I watched it, and yes, coaches would be hard on people sometimes, but it actually paid off, whereas this was just like, she was being mean to me for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. She saw you as like another task to do, you know what I mean? Like you're just in the way. Yeah. She seemed like she did, like didn't have time to like help yeah. you. Like she was too busy to like even She's too famous. give you the time She's too famous, day. Lauren. She, Way my, too famous. My favorite part, though, the funniest thing was that she had an assistant who you never saw because she wasn't part of the show, but she had an assistant who she made do everything for her. And I was just like, how, how do you work for her? How do you have an assistant? You don't do anything. So the real important question from that episode, okay, you're, you're married, correct? I think you said, said that earlier. I am. Um, did you marry the bro with the backwards visor who helped you with your car? <laughs> I wish. Please tell me you did. He was gay. He was gay. That Really? Of course he was. <laughs> yes. It, it was actually him and his boyfriend who helped us. Oh, seriously? <laughs> yes. Aww. They were a couple. They were very sweet. I hope that they're still together. And if not... Uh, you know, it was, it was, they had a good run. You talk shit on them. You <laughs> yeah. talk shit on them, if I remember correctly. I talk shit on the backwards visor, because what was that? <laughs> but you know what? He was very cute, so. He was adorable. Uh, we can't, we can't be perfect. <laughs> Follow-up question. I'm not. Follow-up question. Do you still have that Volkswagen Passat? <laughs> With her. No. She, she's done for. She is done for. Um, the, the worst thing, so my dad for years and years was like, never get a Volkswagen, never get a Volkswagen, but I wanted one real bad. So I had just totaled a car, not me, someone hit me head on, but my car had just been totaled. And when my dad was out of town, my mom went with me to get the Volkswagen and my dad was pissed. (laughs) And the second I got that thing, I had problems. I was broken down on the highway at least once or twice a month. (laughs) Oh my. I can't remember how much longer she lasted after made, but she is no more. She's deceased. Does your dad still hold it over your head? We don't talk about the Volkswagen. (laughs) Probably best. It is best. <laughs> it was my it was my own money that I, I saved up money to buy that car. Okay. So I am most mad at myself, but my my dad's still mad at me too. <laughs> we live and we learn. It was a it was a learning experience, right? You'll never I, buy a Volkswagen again. I will never buy a Volkswagen again. And whenever I hear people saying like, I love my Volkswagen, I'm I'm shook. You say just wait. I'm shook. I have heard that some people get really great Volkswagens and some people get a lemon. Really? So I got one of the Must lemons. Have. But I, my dad's friend who is a car salesman who originally told my dad never get that girl a Volkswagen said they are, quote, electrical nightmares. And it was an electrical nightmare. Wow. It's that German made stuff, man. Mm. Well noted. I will never get a Volkswagen. <laughs> um, now I do. I have a question about made. Um when you were organizing the closet, oh my god, 
What was she doing? <laughs> she was in her client's bedroom shooting the shit, just gossiping about their other wealthy friends. Like in the same room as you? So the closet was like in the bathroom, I want to say, or something. The closet was kind of its own thing. And her bedroom was so large that it had a seating area in it. And they were like, there was a wall between us. And they were on the other side in that seating area. Just shoot in the shit. And the woman whose house it was, she was honestly a sweetheart. Nothing against her. But there was a, a piece that people didn't get to see where she told me, that she could only have these very specific hangers. And so I had to run out and get these hangers for her. And that's not on the show. But they the should have put that in. That would have been awesome. Yeah, right? So I had to go to a Steinmart. I bet they couldn't get the filming rights to go into Steinmart, is my guess. Because it was like a last minute day of thing. True. And they didn't get anyone to sign off, is my guess. But yeah. I go in and they have one package of these left. And they tell me that the color that this woman wants has been discontinued because it's ugly as shit. <laughs> Who wants yellow flocked hangers? What? Yellow? I'm sorry if you like yellow, but I hate yellow. <laughs> I, I mean, think yellow is terrible. It's not my personal favorite color, but I do not want a sea of yellow hangers. And it's those like velvety feeling ones so nothing slips yeah. off. So they're just like ultra ugly, ugly, ugly. <laughs> I don't know if you know this about me, but I despise velvet. I can't touch it or else I get goosebumps. I literally hate velvet and yellow. So this woman has horrible taste and I don't, you shouldn't have even had to uh, organize her closet. I, she I, shouldn't you know, wear clothes because she's I, terrible. I do you just know. say a woman shouldn't wear clothes because she likes yellow, Lauren? I don't. <laughs> I was just saying she has no fashion sense if she likes yellow hair. So fuck her. <laughs> She had questionable taste, but she was very nice, so I'll I'll leave her be. The hangers. She, se- she seemed nice in the interview. She was nice. Oh, we also had to refilm that. <laughs> like several months later. Oh, Y'all, let me tell you, this is the honest truth. I got cast when I was 19 and we filmed till I was 21. <laughs> because they kept coming back for reshoots. I had to cut my what? bang. I had to cut my bangs multiple times. I had to go back for voiceovers. I had to find outfits that I had donated. <laughs> they were like, do you have this dress still? I'm like, that is three years old. Oh no, God. I donated that. It was a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Get your shit together, MTV. So, yeah, a year and a half later, I had to go back and see that woman's house oh again. <laughs> so when you had to buy outfits for, it was like those two bands, the Black Bone Child and... I, I am five or whoever the fuck these people are. Was yeah. that on uh, MTV's dime or was that on your stylist or whatever her name, Sarah's? Here's another fun fact. So well-known stylist will, they are able to do pulls where they don't really have to put a credit card or anything down. Um, but MTV didn't hook it up like that. So I was having to put my own debit card down at places. And I was like, this thing going to decline if you try to put a $500 jacket on it because I'm a college student, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm so, sorry, MTV made you put it on your card? On my personal card. Yeah. I would have walked right That's out insane. and been like, I so have it no was, money. <laughs> it was just like a placeholder, basically. But if something had been damaged, they had my card like, g- God forbid. 
I would have sued the pants off MTV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would have sued when, them so hard. So when we actually went to the Teen Choice Awards, one of the leather jackets that one of the kids wore, Sarah, the know-it-all stylist, like, taped the lapel down. So when we pulled it up, it was ruined. And it was this a, a $1,500 one-of-a-kind jacket holy shit and i had to i had become friends with the store owner because it was down the street from the hotel where we were filming and i would go hang out there because i had nobody and he was a really really nice guy so luckily i wasn't they had some like production assistant return all the clothing so i don't know what happened when that jacket went back damaged but it definitely did that's insane (laughs) it was all insane so crazy we should never be on an episode of made lord no, I I used to want to be on an episode of Made, and I'm very glad I didn't do that. I feel terrible that you had such a horrible experience. It really was bad. I made friends throughout the experience, like, with production and with store owners and designers and things like that, but it was really a nightmare. They edited it to seem like I was crying because of my maid coach when I actually broke up with my boyfriend when I was in LA. Oh, no. So that's why I was really crying and Jesus. dry heaving in the bathroom. It was a whole Oh, yeah, that's mess. right. Yeah, they, they made it sound like you were throwing up in the bathroom. Yeah, I, I was dry heaving because I work myself oh, up no. when I'm crying <laughs> that I will be like gagging, but it was because of my boyfriend and not because of the shit that Sarah was putting me through. Although I should have been crying because of that too. Yeah. I honestly was going to say, I wouldn't even blame you for crying because of the shit that she put you through. I can only imagine what she was saying, like that they didn't put into that episode. She, a nightmare, a legitimate nightmare. Do you still have flashbacks? I do. I actually, I saw her out one time at my favorite <gasps> restaurant and I have told y'all I hate to be outside, and it was summer when I saw this woman. <laughs> she was sitting inside, and they said inside or outside, and I said outside <laughs> because I did not want to be near her. I did not want her to see me. I said take my ass to the patio, even though it's 103 degrees out because I'm not trying to interact with her. I would have asked to sit next to her and then just dumped like a whole glass of water on her and got up and left and got to a different rush. That's what I would have done. It's my fave spot, though. I can't make a scene. Obviously, Lauren. No, if it's your fave spot and they know you there, you can absolutely make a scene. <laughs> all right. Next I time. do it at all my favorite bars and they never <laughs> kick me out. <laughs> all right. Next time I'm taking your word and I'm going to say it was Lauren approved. So <laughs> do it. Send them to the brew interviews. Have them come talk no, to me. No, I am not associated with anything you do. <laughs> Yeah, but I, that's why I said have him talk to me, yeah. not you. Yeah. yeah, and then I'll say, Robbie, what do I say to oh, this? Because I'm not good with confrontation. That's called that's <laughs> called being an accessory. I don't want to do that. Yeah, or an alibi. I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. Um. <laughs> Are you still friends with IM5? They broke up. Yeah, oh yeah. We looked, um, I, looked I was going to say, I never heard I of neither them, I. ever. Yeah, the kids were all so sweet, though. They're all doing their own thing now. The one who I, like... Like who I enjoyed the most is actually still a musician, but his Instagram is the funniest thing because he's like very pro weed, and so his posts are all about weed, and it's very funny. But the smallest world, I met his sister in New York through another cool. friend who lives in Austin. She was visiting New York, and she's friends with his sister, 
And I was like, this is this the weirdest thing. Do you remember when your brother was on MTV Made? <laughs> and she was like, shut up. That was you? So we took a picture and sent it to him, and he was freaking out. Really? Because he was high as shit. He was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think I might have been high when I told her because I was so nervous. I was like, dude, I got to tell you something. But... <laughs> And yeah, she was like, so, oh, no, what is it? No. Yeah, no, it was great, though. She's so lovely. They were all really, really sweet kids. Bella Thorne, though, not my friend. Oh, I forgot about her. I was going to say, after I was gonna say after that, I was like, I don't know about her. She seemed she went crazy, didn't she? to me. She, she, she's got some issues. Yeah. Like, we all have thoughts are with her, but she was a full-on brat. Yeah. Full-on that brat. surprise me at all. Yeah, it... Mm. we made it through <laughs> and here you are uh and here we are digging up all of your past traumas love um. it you know what it makes me stronger <laughs> when she brought out her own like her own like clothes instead of picking what you wear i'm like that she had wanted to wear like, that bitch of course she did <laughs> i know so annoying but then she ended up only wearing like the skirt that she had and i got her a top and shoes and jewelry and whatnot yeah and then she ended up best dress on uh teen vogue or something so do you put that in your resume it is somewhere i feel like it's on my linkedin or something maybe but now we now we gotta go to your linkedin account I don't really ready. style they can, anymore. You can see so. people that view you on there. There, she's good. That's that's true. Yeah. Did you get? If anyone asks, did you get paid for being on Made, or is it just kind of like the exposure that they expect as payment? You do not get paid. You get your expenses paid for. Okay. Um. So if you eat while you're recording, they paid for flights, they paid for hotels, all of that kind of thing. But you do not get paid outright. Dang. Yeah. And for the amount of filming, I I would film some days were like 15 hours long. And this was every single day for, oh, God. I mean, on and off for a few years, yeah. but there was probably a month or two straight of us filming every single day. That sounds mis- that's miserable. <laughs> it was awful. I mean, sometimes I would wake up in the middle of the night and think that the that my producer was there to start filming and I would get dressed at like 3 a.m. And then I would realize <laughs> no one's there. I'm sleeping. Go back to bed. So how long is this episode? It took three 40, 40 years minutes. and days of yeah. 15 hours it's of filming like, to get 45 minutes of an episode. Yes. Yep. And the worst part is the stuff that they came back to reshoot was never used. Really? <laughs> yes. Somebody was like, I'm so fucking sick of this. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, they never used any of it. So wild. The voice recordings uh, took probably like eight to ten hours, the voiceover stuff. Holy the shit. Stupid... Did you get to write any of that, or was it all pre-written for you? God, no. I wish I got to write it. <laughs> You'd it... have been like, this bitch. <laughs> what, whatever that Marilyn Monroe quote was, I was like, this ain't it. Like, oh, this yeah. is not my style. Give a girl. You can totally a, tell when what, you're reading it. <laughs> what is it? It's like, give a girl the right pair of shoes and she can conquer the world. Something like that. Oh, yeah. Christ. <laughs> I mean, go off, but no, that's not. No. <laughs> I put a, I put in quotes in my notes um, something you said. You said, out to rule the fashion world, like right in the beginning. And Oh, yeah. So, someone at MTV had fun writing that. There you go. That. So I'm like, <laughs> that might be the name of the episode. <laughs> 
Please. Yes. Please. <laughs> Nobody would get it though. That's the thing. But that's fine. No, give you know, give that MTV copywriter credit where it's due. <laughs> Somebody out there will see it and be like, "I wrote that title yeah. once." I love that for them. <laughs> so I watched like an episode uh, after yours because I I hadn't seen the show in for, like forever. I forgot it existed. And yeah, same. <laughs> and Lauren had to tell me. I didn't remember until I, I heard it. On, you mentioned it on like one of your episodes. And I was like. What? She was on. Oh, we, we were both Googling deep. We're like, what episode is she on? I went through all the seasons. Yeah. To find... <laughs> uh, it's season 12. Well, I had found it. Season I... 12, episode 22. Yep. You got that. Well, I had found it forever ago. And I was like, Robbie, when we interview her, we need to bring up her maid episode. He's like, which one is it? And I was like. Uh, like season six episode Way 20 off. or something like that he's like no not even close Twelve twenty-two. but i watched the episode after it was it was some girl she wanted to like run tough mutters what is that it's like a, it's like a 5k is that one of the okay but, but okay. it's like in mud and walls and obstacles yeah it's like an ops it's a dirty yeah. obstacle course uh, yeah i was about to say one of the ones where they have to jump over stuff yeah. and climb under things i'm not interested in yeah that, apparently but... neither was she but <laughs> Like you, then why did she get made into it? <laughs> I'm just like I'm thinking. I'm like, uh, Alyssa's episode can't be the normal. It can't be. And when we watch another episode, no. I was like, oh, it's not the normal. You just got a horrible, shitty coach, and everybody else got oh, good yeah. coaches or at least decent coaches, I guess. Well, that's why I was so upset when I was watching it. I was like, this isn't the maid I remember. Why is this coach not doing anything? No, and it's so funny, too, because people will randomly still reach out to me on Instagram. I don't know who's still watching Made on MTV.com, but they are. And they're like, love, loved your, e- <laughs> loved your episode. Uh, your coach was a crazy woman. I'm like, yeah, I know. Hey, at least you get to tell the it's story. It's all people now. that listen to your podcast that know that you were on Made. Those are all the people. The people watching this episode. Also, my coworkers will randomly find out and like watch it in a group. And I have about 300 people in my office. So at this point, I don't know how many of them have seen oh, no. it, but they love to quote it. You just have a viewing party. We should just do that one day. That way, and you can and the, you can have control of the remote control, and you just pause it every time you have to add something that really happened or what the real story is. You uh, should. That Lord. would be fun. Yeah. Oh my god, you got you guys are onto something. That could be good. There would be a I would lot, absolutely attend that. A lot of pausing though. A lot of pausing. That's some Patreon content right there. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> the most embarrassing the most embarrassing thing about it all though is that it finally aired right when I started dating my now husband. And so I had told a few of my friends about it and they told him and him and his roommate watched it. And I didn't know they were watching this. And he texted me and he was like, I'm watching your maid oh, episode. No. I was like, please kill me. <laughs> but he liked me enough that now we're married. So I guess it wasn't that and bad. It is not the bro. You got to put all your shit out on the front lawn. The truth. Before you marry that someone. Was so the they can truth. see all your junk. They're like, yeah, I'll take you anyways. That's, not, that's yep. not a little junk in the front lawn. That's like the couch and the old tires and everything out there. You're like... <laughs> This is scary. Yeah, and if you still like him after it's scary, then you're fine. <laughs> Lauren, do you have any more questions about Maid? <laughs> um, I was, well, if you had, like, one overall, like, redeeming statement or wanted rebuke one thing, like, 
What would be the one thing about this episode that you were just like, no, or wanted to like explain or call out or something? I like, like this. That. We can end on this question. <laughs> one, one overall. <laughs> I really think the biggest call out was the editing made me look like I was really going through it because of the coach, which was part of it. But it really was the breakup. I was going through it, breaking up with someone nowhere near home i was in la for like 12 days so i didn't even get to see them for a week plus after we broke up it was a whole thing then we got back together so i thought and then i found out we weren't actually together again so it was all fun (laughs) how how long were you dating and did you break up did they break up with you or did you break up with them we were dating for about a year and a half but this was a fun thing i liked to do when i was younger was break up with people and see if they would be sad um (laughs) And he, <laughs> he wasn't that sad, but I was because I didn't really want to do it. So <laughs> backfired a little bit. You, that's when I learned my lesson. Oh no! <laughs> Good, another learning experience. You know, when you're 19, sometimes you like to play games, and they bite you right in the ass. Right in the so goddamn ass. Yeah, I did that. Got married, that. got divorced, and here we are. Right. Hey, that's a fun game. <laughs> that that's a fun game to play. She lost you that betcha. game. <laughs> I lost. Actually, I think I won that game, That's Robbie. true. You got the dog. I got the, I got the dog and the TV and the couch, and that's all that matters. <laughs> oh, that dog is a precious angel, so. He is literally the best thing on this oh planet. My oh, God. so cute. Before we go, we're going to rate our beers real quick. So, Alyssa, what do you got? One to five. Oh, I, uh, let, me, let me give it one more taste and see how I'm feeling. Go for it. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a three. It's, it's pretty standard. I, it's very tart, but I'm not, I'm not getting as much cherry as I want. It's kind of more like cherry candy, which I like, but it's not, it's not doing it. It's fine. It's fine. I'd drink it again if I had to. We haven't had any good seltzers, hard seltzers yet. We've we've just drank like the the big generic brands. Yeah. Big generic brands. That well, doesn't didn't, make sense. Big brands. That's the way. Did Pipe Dream put out a seltzer? Somebody did. Did I see that on Instagram? Somebody put one out. I think Pipe Dream or put out a seltzer. We should check that yeah. out. East Siders hmm. has some other flavors of their seltzer. Everyone has been raving about them. So maybe I I just don't drink that much. So maybe I'm like, I don't know what's good. People might love it, but maybe the other flavors are better. Yeah, it's possible. Who knows? Yeah. Black cherry is never my first choice, nope. so <laughs> maybe their other flavors are... I kind of like it in the White Claw. I eh. don't think I've ever had the White Claw. I one. can only drink the pink grapefruit. Mango. Pink grapefruit oh. White Claws. I, I like the mango. I've had the mango. It's it's okay. Pink grapefruit, though, I haven't had it's that. Only, the only one I can drink, but the, the Trulies, I think I like the Trulies way more now. <laughs> Yeah, I like the Trulies. Yeah, they're doing it People right. love those. There's no way there's no sugar in those yep. things. <laughs> I just don't really drink hard seltzer that often. Uh, so I drank Brunch Exorcism, an American Imperial Stout Asian bourbon, maple, Irish whiskey barrels, and with coffee from Clown Shoes. It was pretty good. It's pretty decent. It, it was kind of your average coffee stout as it goes, but it's a good one. So like a 325. Two, five. Oh, specific. Yeah. I like that. It, it was a little expensive. Yeah. We go by the untapped rating. Yeah, it's a rating app on your phone for rating beers throughout the country, and it like shares it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, follow us on yeah, untapped. You should get a Golden uh, Ghouls uh, interviews. untapped account. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> um, this that way every time you guys drink on your podcast, yeah, there you go. just check it. In. Put it out there. This can was actually more way more expensive than like a regular can of beer. <laughs> it's a big one. I like it though. 
Oh, it's he- it's got demons oh, yeah. on it. <gasps> love a demon. <laughs> Maybe we'll make a candle out of it. We love a good demon. We yeah, got three, two, five. <sighs> and I was drinking this beer that I can't pronounce the name of, uh, which is you'll see it in the picture. Nordrassel. Nord. Yeah, it's cool. It has like a purple tree on it. It's pretty dope. Uh, it's a collaboration between Calusa Brewing and Green Bench Brewing, uh, both in Florida. Uh, it's a barrel-aged Brett Saison with uh, some sort of something fermented wild ale. Uh, it's delicious and <laughs> tart and fruity, and I would give it a 3.75. 3.75? Oh, a 3.75. Okay. That's pretty good. I guess I'm kind of excited for that now. Yeah. I think it's... I was um, nervous because I was... Uh, I was nervous because I thought it was going to be like that farm funk but I'm glad it's not because I really enjoy it. Is farm funk also a different genre of music? Because I would really listen to that. I would absolutely <laughs> listen to farm funk. That might be good. Uh, well, that just about wraps it up for this episode. You can find the brew interviews on our Instagram account at the brew interviews or on Twitter at brew interviews. You can also send us an email at the interviews at gmail.com or on Facebook under the brew interviews. And if you feel so inclined, you can head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash the brew interviews. And become part of the Bruni Views family just like these few people. Hillary, Mitch, Steph, Karen, Danny, Jess, and the Wreck My Podcast crew. Thank you very much for supporting the show. Also be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe. It really helps us out. Alyssa, where can they find the Golden Ghouls? Uh, on Instagram, we are at the Golden Ghouls. I think it's the same on Twitter. Golden Ghoul, uh, thegoldenghouls.com. We're we're all over the place. Over the place. You know, you'll find search us. the Golden Ghouls. If you if you search. type in the Golden Ghouls on Google, they come right up. We'll be there. They have a Patreon account as well. You can head over there, donate to them as well. It's a good show. Support. support I do. Local. I was your first patron. This is so true. Knows. Really? That was so exciting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were in New Orleans when that happened, so that was oh, really wow. exciting. That is cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was pretty pumped about it. I heard that you guys started one. I was like, oh. Hell yes. <laughs> Here's a dollar. <laughs> um, but tell Emily I have a bone pick with her because I don't think I have a tattoo play mis- placement. What? I we'll was get... your first one. I don't think she. I don't think she even. She thought hadn't about it, started so... it yet. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna. Just... I'm gonna note that for the next episode that you're getting a tattoo. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and we are gonna try and have uh, both Emily and Kylie on the gonna show. Try. So, uh, hopefully, please, please. Please come on our show. We'd like to have you on. <laughs> you should give us uh, their phone numbers and we'll just start randomly like spamming them. Yeah. Please. I'm just going to send them gifts. I love Kylie. I love you, but I have a thing. Emily, she's, I feel like her and I are like connected as soulmates a little bit. I'm like, I want to go out and party with her so bad. She is fun also i feel like a lot of people have a connection with emily because she just really puts it out there and people respect that (laughs) yep i do tells fart jokes and she She just seems like a wild child (laughs) and i want to get drunk with her and so whenever you guys come up to come up to the new england area give us a shout absolutely we will you heard it here beers farts ghosts emily drinking doesn't get better than that for the brew interviews I'm Robbie. And I'm Lauren. I'm Alyssa. Good night. Good night. This has been The Brew Interviews, a podcast about craft beers coast to coast with Lauren and Robbie. It's all sad.